What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. John Lim here, and we're moving forward with our three-part series on extraordinary individuals in the world of music, kicking it off with Matt Thomas and Ryan Keaton. Matt and Ryan are co-founders of Sunstone Recordings, a company that provides high-end licensing opportunities for up-and-coming artists. I guarantee that Sunstone has been a part of your life as their artist's work has been featured in numerous commercials and promos for popular movies and TV shows, including Deadpool, Silver Linings Playbook, Teen Wolf, Game of Thrones, and companies like Smirnoff, eBay, Netflix, and many, many more. Welcome, Matt and Ryan. How are you today, guys? Great. Yeah, doing well. It is so great to have you both on the show. I'm really excited to share your story with our listeners. Well, I only gave a very brief introduction, so I was wondering if you could fill in the gaps and tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves, Sunstone Recordings, and share a little of your journey with our listeners. Sure, sure. So my name is Ryan, um, and well, I've been I've been playing music for most of my life, uh, ever since I was a little kid. So that's that's been something that's uh, that I've had as a passion for a long time. What do you play, Ryan? Uh, I play guitar, a p- little bit of piano. I grew up playing piano. Played uh, saxophone. Um, from the guitar, I can play bass. Uh, drumming's not my forte, but I can hold a beat. Yeah. I've got rhythm. So very cool. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So uh, I've studied music, you know, growing up, and and it was in high school. Uh, a couple of friends of mine started a band, and we just kind of went with that for a while and eventually met Matt through his studies at American University. He needed a a, a band to record for a project and uh, we were that band. Oh, awesome. And yeah, so that was great. So, what so was Matt the name I, of the band? Uh, the band was called the Delphi. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. So we had, uh, we had signed to a label, uh, did some touring and all of that for a little while from about maybe the age of 18 for about five years or so, and uh, it didn't pan out the way we wanted it to. You know, uh, differences in, in creative opinions with the label, things like that. Um, and so eventually we, we you know, dismembered, and then Matt and I started a band with uh, the drummer of our previous band, Adelphi. And we did that for a little while, and we noticed that the scene was dying. Uh, the local scene was dying big time the the attendance rates were dropping at all the shows people weren't buying music and merchandise the way they used to it seemed like the support was really uh disappearing and so um yeah we started looking for for other options like other ways we could make music and and make a living and so and really that continues today with the the industry it's it's constantly changing still um what with the different media formats and now streaming is a big thing people yeah. don't go buy music like they used to and matt share a little bit about your background with our listeners yeah absolutely so <clears throat> i uh kind of started the same way like you know uh in bands growing up always playing instruments like primarily i started off with uh drums and then went to uh bass guitar um, guitar, keyboards, you know, just same thing, like a little bit of everything. 
Um, everything except for vocals. It's, it's terrible. You don't want to hear me sing. It's, <laughs> out, of, it's out of control. Um, <clears throat> so, but uh, yeah, so, and then I ended up going to uh, school for um, audio engineering and um, applied physics and uh, at American University. And so, the, yeah, it's, so that's how I had uh, I met Ryan. And um, yeah, I've just always loved music and always wanted to, you know, monetize that passion yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, you know, of course, help others do the same. So wh- what made you guys decide to pivot? So you were performers, and, uh, you know, I know I interviewed Jordan Goodman, a good friend of yours, uh, a couple mm-hmm. of months ago, and he had a yeah. similar journey where he started out really performing. You know, he was a musician, and then he made that shift. So what made you guys, uh, you know, I know, Ryan, you talked a little bit about, you know, what the market was like for musicians, you know, playing in venues. But what really was the the genesis of Sunstone Recordings? I mean, how did you guys come up with it? What was the concept? Well, yeah, the concept was uh, really just seeing how a, a little bit better of a sustainable model instead of trying to hustle CDs at uh, local shows um, and being limited by that type of uh, ceiling. Uh, we could see that, you know, artists that were getting placements in TV and film uh, were getting a larger share uh, and more maximum uh, exposure uh, for their art. Uh, you know, just because, you know, 15 million people <clears throat> watching a TV show is great exposure compared to maybe 50 people that actually show up at a, at a local show. Um, so just kind of like realizing that with sales kind of you know, dwindling uh, and the music industry shifting, you know, the models and not sure about, you know, streaming versus purchase and do people want to own music and, you know, just all of that that was going on. We wanted to actually make sure that we um, hopped uh, ship before it was, you know, a little late in the game, Uh, you know, and then just uh, start getting uh, our uh, artwork out to other venues, I guess, like other uh, paths. And, um, and, you know, and it's also just something that's great about how uh, other creators like television uh, producers, you know, like their art, when that matches ours, like our music, you know, and it combines into one really strong product, you know, just how great that actually feels. Uh, you know what I love about your story, guys, is that, and for moving forward listeners, is that you started out with your passion. Both of you had music as your passion from an early age, and you did the the natural course, which was to perform. You know, you were in bands together, but then when you saw, you guys recognized that the marketplace was changing, especially for artists. I know it's a struggle, especially if you're an up-and-coming artist playing in venues and seeing the rise of digital mediums. But what I like what you guys did was that, you know, rather than just decide, okay, you know, I'm going to kind of give up music or just keep it as a hobby, you decided to shift course and really pivot and answer a market need. You guys recognized that there was an opportunity in film, in television, in other venues. And then it sounds like you saw your fellow musicians going through the same struggles. So you really were kind of meeting two needs there. And I love that you've been able to connect these two worlds and find this incredible synergy between the two. Yeah, it's, it's, been, uh, it's been really fantastic to see it come to life um and yeah for for bands that are out there now still uh playing and playing shows and trying to get their music out there we want to help those bands you know reach their reach their potential really see uh we want to see them make a career out of it we want them to transform their creativity into a career um as we've been able to we feel you know 
lucky we've been able to to have these opportunities and and put our our passion to to use yeah. it's a real struggle as you said uh a lot of bands are just barely scraping by you know the, the standard starving artist living in a box playing uh, guitar on the corner eating ramen stuff like noodles. that yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not as romantic as it as it seems uh-huh. right choppy waters yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly i'm much more fan of the shrimp ramen <laughs> like shrimp over beef i think chicken is classic yes and spice it up a little you know, it's bit. It's whatever you can get in bulk at Costco. Right? <laughs> right? <Whatever>. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, guys, how long have you been in business? How long has Sunstone Recordings uh, been around? Well, uh, officially, uh, we've been working on Sunstone Recordings as an entity uh, for maybe the past year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been doing this work for about four to five years now. Yeah. So, yeah, Sunstone Recordings is, is relatively young. But it sounds like this is work that you guys have been doing for quite a while. And that's such that's such a common theme that I hear. It's that, you know, yes, the entity, the official LLC or S Corp may have been around just for a year or two. But the work you guys have been doing this for more than half a decade. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Guys, I'm going to switch gears now and I'm going to start with Ryan. So how do you get inspired each morning to conquer the day? Mm, to conquer the day. So it, what's been working for me recently uh, has been... Uh, committing to early mornings, so getting up at 4.30, uh, having something to eat, going to the gym, work out, get my blood pumping. Uh, it helps It helps me set my – it helps me get my mind clear yeah. um, and, and set out my day. That's, I think that's been the biggest step is, is that physical activity is it really gets me moving, gets my body up, gets, gets everything going. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Common theme that, you know, it's something that I apply in my own life. You know, getting up in the morning can be a little painful, but, you know, (laughs) starting out with that physical activity. And I find that I can get more done in those early hours than a lot of people can get done in a full day. It's it's absolutely amazing. You know, if you commit to getting up at that hour, what you can get done before 9 a.m. Yeah. And and that in itself then creates a a great positive feedback cycle. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and just as a tip, uh, to get out of bed, it helps. It helps me just to remind myself like why I'm doing what I'm doing. Oh yeah. You know, oh, I love thinking, that. Thinking, okay, it's four thirty. I want to snooze. I want to go back to bed. <laughs> but if I, you know, if I keep the focus that all I have is time. Yeah. You know, and I got, I have to use that time to the best of my ability. How about you, Matt? What is how do you get inspired each morning to conquer the day? Um, I get up early as well, but uh, I am a little more lazy. I haven't been working out, so that's, <laughs> that's not as great. But uh, I, actually what I do every single morning is I listen to music, tons of music. I usually yeah. try to come through at least uh, 80 songs to 100 songs of uh, stuff that I've never heard, uh, oh. artists that I haven't heard. I s- scroll through tons of music blogs, uh, try to f- find out what's happening locally um and then of course use like uh curated playlists and stuff like provided say like by like apple music you know services like that um and yeah basically just get an idea for like what's you know something that inspires me or what the you know market looks like uh in terms of like you know popularity different styles uh, sounds people are using anything that you know makes me envious or jealous you know because of how good it is yeah. and i wish that we had done it you know stuff like that that you know um good competition you know absolutely yeah and that always just uh, it sets the tone for the day you know hearing something that's inspiring that you haven't actually uh you know heard before 
what I love about what you guys do is, first of all, there's the common thread that you start with an early morning. Yeah, it, you know, obviously it can be a little painful getting up, but Ryan, you know, you start with the physical activity to clear the mind, and you have the mindset that I'm reminding myself why I'm getting up at 4:30 in the morning. And Matt, what I love what you do is that you are every day exploring new artists. You know, I know so many of us, myself, sometimes included, we get into a pattern of the type of music we listen to, the type of podcast. But I love that you're actually branching out every day, trying to find new artists, new sounds, so you can get inspired for your business. I think that's really cool. Absolutely. Well, as you know, part of the entrepreneurial journey and story is facing setbacks and failures. So I was wondering if you can share a time, maybe during the course of Sunstone or in your prior career, where you failed, where you faced that setback. It seemed like that Mount Everest climb. It seemed insurmountable. And then you learn from that it's the right time to pivot or shift course. I'm going to start with Matt. Basically, uh, I think early on uh, in the band, you know, uh, with the uh, touring and uh, everything else um, that we had discussed prior, like that was that was tough because that was very, very uh, heavy amount of passion we threw into that. But just to see it kind of uh, stagnate. And, um, you know, see the, you know, ta- music tastes like changing and shifting and giving up a lot of control to a uh, record label. Basically, that was a, a, a tough point for us. Um, and the, uh, what we took from that, you know, before we pivoted into this was uh, offering up all of that creative control that we started out with and giving that to other people mm. uh, basically won't fulfill the vision that you initially set out towards. Um, so that was like actual a positive uh, that we took from that mm. was just the fact that we um, just to stay true to a, uh, your unique vision from early on. Um, you know, you can always borrow like you know ideas and everything from everybody that's you know there to to help you along the way, but completely giving up your vision or your control to somebody else, um, say like a record label or a particular client, um, always ends up basically, uh, putting a hold on the, on the project and your, your vision, you know, your, your wishes won't be honored. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so important to have that integrity to have, you know, what is, what are, what are your core principles? Identify those and make sure that whether you're partnering with, with someone or working for someone or forming strategic alliances that you're not compromising those core principles. And I think it sounds like that was a pivotal point for you guys to really branch off and start Sunstone recording. So I think that's really inspirational. How about you, Ryan? Are there any setbacks that uh, you want to share with our listeners today that caused you to have that shift, that point where you realize, okay, I've got to change course, or I learned something that really helped me lead myself to a path of success? Mm. Yeah, I, I echo what Matt said about the uh, the failure with the band. Uh, that was a that was a heavy loss to take. Yeah. Um, you know that was the dream for me growing up. You know, thinking like, yeah, I want to be in a band, just like you know my heroes and my idols, things like that. And when it all fell apart, it it hit me pretty hard. Um, and I wanted to give up. I wanted to keep playing music, but. I was I was disheartened, you know. I, I I thought, wow, you know, that was the dream, and and now it's gone, and that was tough. Um, so I you know tried on. I went back to school and tried out different things, and 
explore different uh, avenues and subjects and I would always come back to music as a as a way to express myself or just to relieve stress or just feeling creative. Being creative was always something that brought my energy up. So when it comes to when it came to uh, recording music for for TV and film and what we're doing now with Sunstone Recordings, um, what really got me to shift was was seeing the seeing the result of our hard work. Mm. So we'd put in hours and hours and there were times we worked, you know, through the night, well into the morning, um, for projects, you know, chasing down prospects and opportunities and, and not getting any money for it. And, you know, it, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't very motivating, you know, like actually putting all that time and energy into it and then not really seeing much from it. And I think the, the thing that really shifted for me was seeing our first, uh, major placement in a movie trailer. Wow. Um, and what to see that, like? that. What, what was that like seeing work that you had done on the big screen or, you know, just on a, on a medium, like a movie trailer? It, it rocked my world. I mean, it, it completely, I was so, I was ecstatic. I think I just gotten out of the shower and <laughs> I was living with Matt at the time and, and, uh, he like came upstairs and said like, "Hey, I just got the email. We got the trailer." Yeah. And like, I didn't even think about it. Just gave you like a huge yeah. hug. And I was yeah, like, yeah, hell <laughs> yeah, wow. we did it. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the great thing about that too is is um, that particular project. It was a uh, it was a cover of "I Fought the Law" mm. for the Madagascar Three trailer. Oh wow! Oh, and fantastic. It was yeah. It was it was absolutely fantastic. Oh, uh, the great. great thing about that was that we worked all night on getting the session together yeah. and getting it down. And it was really difficult to get the timing right with the way it was cut. And uh, when I went to send it to Matt, uh, I lost the files. Oh, so I don't know what happened, <laughs> but nothing crashed. It wasn't like that. But everything that I had just worked on for the past few hours had just been deleted. Ooh. And I took a t- really deep breath. Talk about a setback on top of a setback. Right? <laughs> Jeez. Excuse me. Yeah, right. And uh, I remember taking a deep breath and thinking, okay, this has got to be a test or something. Like, mm. if I, like, do this again, like, we're going to get it. Like, this is it. Right. And, uh, and when we did, that really just solidified my, um, my belief in that, in that moment of feeling like, okay, like, that was a setback. And I reframed it, changed perspective. I didn't get all frustrated and freak out and, and quit or anything like that, but just calmly reapproaching it uh with full belief that we were going to land this this trailer and we did yeah um so i'm I'm reminded of that when when things get tough and uh yeah similar situations you know what i love about this and for moving forward listeners i mean these two gentlemen ryan and matt they pursued their passion from an early age and they hit that point where it's you see all these setbacks and you think, okay, maybe I should just give up. Maybe I should just, you know, walk away and do something else. And then what you do is you, you take that time to reassess and then you pivot. And, and to me, pivot means doesn't necessarily you give up your passion. You retool it, you retask it. And that's exactly what Ryan and Matt did in forming this company. And then I love that you had that other setback where you lost the files. And, it, it, you know, there, some people may say, oh, you know, I should just give up. This is a sign. This is not going to work. But instead, 
you had in your mind that you're going to land this trailer. And that's what kept you going. And you were able to, I love that, you were able to calmly reassess and just, hey, we need to just move past this. We need to move forward. And you guys were able to do it. And next thing you know, you're seeing that trailer with your work. I mean, how amazing is that? Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, that absolutely was. Yeah, and especially in situations like that, we usually have just a couple hours really to do like a song from nothing all the way to finished. And so if a a couple, you know, the initial amount of time was eaten up because the the files disappeared into the ether somehow, you know, it was like, all right, here we go again. We have half the time now, (laughs) you know, one hour to crank this puppy out. You know, so it, it really was a, a great feeling, you know, and a lot of people were writing on us, you know, from like the publisher to people placing it to the music super who believed in us just getting us that first opportunity. So, I mean, it's like a lot of people that go into it. So it, it was it was great. Yeah, well, I got to ask. So how did it turn out? And, you know, you guys had to you, you were to the wall. And you had to recreate this thing with far less time and under pressure. I mean, do you guys feel like that the second one, because I've found this, that sometimes when I'm in a situation like this, you know, I don't have time to lament the loss of the files or whatever I lost in the ether. But then I do it again. I do it under pressure. I do it, you know, with limited time. And I find that I actually turned out a better product. Absolutely. Yeah, it it does end up that way, uh, which is really funny that uh, basically it's like, um, being under pressure like that is almost uh, a direct shot to like the 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 best idea. Like it has to be like simply just the best idea. It can't have all the extra frills and variables. You just have to like keep it like super simple and to the point. And uh, <clears throat> it always ends up being the best because it's from the gut. You know, you, yeah. you don't have time to second guess it or you know him and haw over things. You just got to go straight to it. Yeah, decisions are made much more efficiently and, and quickly and, and more directly, which then leads to, uh, surprisingly, to less hurdles. Yeah. A lot of times, with especially with uh, creating music, it's like maybe we complete a verse or a section or something like that, and then given the option, it could go four or five different ways. But under, you know, under the gun and with a strict time limit, it's like you make a decision and run with it and just trust that it's, it's the right one. Yeah. And oftentimes it works out great. Yeah. So moving forward, listeners, look at those setbacks and failures as opportunities. Mm-hmm. And even if you lose the files, even if you only have a couple of hours, see it as an opportunity to just go with your gut. You don't have time to deliberate. You don't have time to second guess. You've got it. Your brain just kicks in and you make those decisions. I love it, guys. Well, we're now going to move into what I call the knowledge burst session, where our guests share three game-changing resources and tips so that our listeners can be inspired to move forward. So, Matt, I'm going to start with you. And this one might be hard because you guys work in media, but I'd like you to pick one and share with our listeners. It can be a favorite book, movie, song, and I'm going to add to this cultural experience that inspires you to move forward? Uh, I would say for me personally, uh, seeing uh, our work on a, a, a TV show or, or a movie trailer, um, that immediately, just seeing that, that end result, like all of the hard work that we put into it, and then all of the hard work that somebody on another end you know, put into creating a, a television show, uh, you know, coming together um, that's there's nothing more inspiring and uplifting than uh, actually hearing our work out there and people respond positively to it. 
And how about you, Ryan? Do you have any particular media that's inspirational to you or an experience that you want to share with our listeners? I think um, one of the main things for me is uh, anytime I'm at a concert, mm. if I go see a, a band, it can be a local band, it can be uh, a national act. It really doesn't matter if I'm there. I, I look up on the stage and I see you know, I see them up there singing. I see the artist up there singing and putting themselves out there. And it immediately, I feel that pull to get back up on stage. I, I feel that pull to to play music, to be creative. Um, and it's it's inspiring, too, because it calls back to, uh, you know, memories of being in a band and playing. And it reminds me of where we started. Yeah. And how, you know, how we got started and where we are now and seeing that difference uh, in growth. That's been a... Yeah, that's been a really uh, a great motivator as well. Yeah, no, and it's very similar to what uh, Jordan Goodman said when I asked him. He said, you know, there's not one particular song or media that inspires me. I get inspired by experiences. And, you know, he talked about going to music festivals and, mm. and seeing that live, that experiential you know, medium of being with people and just feeling the music. So I think that's very similar. And, and Matt, I love what you said, you know, you get inspired by seeing your work out there. And you know, what better, what better media to keep you motivated. So absolutely. Yeah. And if I can add, uh, if I if I got really specific, well, I wouldn't get too specific, I'd say any any of the work uh, that john Williams has done, mm. in yeah, movies, one of my favorite composers, right? It's, it's incredibly moving. And to to watch maybe one of my favorites like Star Wars or Jaws without the audio, it's a uh, you know it's cool visually, um, but the music like the music has such power yeah. uh, in shaping the experience, and none of those movies would would be what they are without that, and so that that uh that helps me as well in terms of inspiration and and and. Moving forward in the sense that I want to always want to do better, like write more effective uh, compositions for for TV, for the for the shows to really make them to really connect the visual and the the emotional message, really solidify that. Yeah. Matt, share a daily practice or habit for prioritizing and managing your time. Basically, I'll uh, write down like a few uh, tasks that, uh, need to get, need to get done to make sure that I, you know, estimate the amount of time that it would take, uh, to get them done, you know, distraction free, you know, so even if we have like tons of, you know, clients like hitting us up about, you know, various things, I'll always make sure that that's all kept aside from the, the most, the highest prioritized tasks, uh, that we need to, uh, to do for the day. Um, and, and it's just sort of like setting that, um, setting the intentions for the the initial part of the the day, which will always helps like set the tone for the rest of it. Yeah. And how about you, Ryan? Likewise, I, I've found that writing down the tasks, uh, usually just prioritizing by deadline, um, and writing down the tasks even the night before helps helps me. Um, then when I wake up and I'm I'm thinking like, okay, this is what I have to knock out in the first few hours of the day. And I think when they're also when they're like the smaller tasks, like really manageable things, sending out emails, following up on contacts, clients, um, you know, just checking in with, with people. When I can check those things off the list, it feels like it, it gets the momentum going. 
you know, so as Matt said, like it, it sets the tone for the rest of the day in that we've just spent the morning knocking out a series of tasks that we had scheduled and now we're ready to move on for the rest of the day. That's great. And I'm going to stick with Ryan here. How about, can you pick a favorite app website? And I'm going to add to this productivity hack that was the game changer for you. You know, I would say that it's the Shazam app. Oh, that's a great one. Uh, and especially with what we do. When I hear a song, um, if I'm in the car watching TV, you know, whatever I'm doing, if I hear a song and I think, wow, this is, this is great. What is this? Um, I've got that answer right at my fingertips. Yeah. And, you know, then I can later use that as a reference and think like, okay, I really love this sound. How can we do this, but differently? And, and how can we incorporate these qualities into, a, you know, a project that we're working on? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the only thing I find about the Shazam app is I always end up in those situations where it's like the last three seconds of a song. And so by the time I have it open, the whole thing is <laughs> yeah. like, oh, like yep, didn't get it in time. That's the worst. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Matt? Do you have a favorite app, website, or productivity hack? Uh, mine just for me personally has just been the, uh, the Apple music service. Um, I had subscribed to all of the other services and, uh, and trying to find new music and most of the algorithmic playlists and everything they've all, I've pretty much like known all of the, the material, at least 80, 90% of it. And so it wasn't really giving me <clears throat> as much new content as you know what I require you know every morning to try to get through all of that music so uh, with Apple it was nice because it was um, you know the it has the algorithmic stuff but it also has like the human curated playlists mm. and so like those curated playlists like I've probably only known maybe a third on a lot of those um, and what they played on like beats radio and everything so that always like helps start my uh, my day in terms of like discovering all the the new music that I want to wade through. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you guys for sharing those knowledge bursts. Those are really great. And I know that Moving Forward listeners will get a lot out of them. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at Forward. Well, gentlemen, we have listeners from all different backgrounds, from many different parts of the world, and some of whom are struggling. In fact, we may have listeners who are hitting that moment just like you did in the band. They followed their passion, and they hit that brick wall, and they realize, you know what, I'm at that crossroads where I'm thinking of just walking away from it or just giving up. So what is the one thing that Moving Forward listeners can start doing today to either bring them closer to their career or life's purpose or to keep them on track and pivot when it comes to their passion or purpose? I'll start with you, Ryan. Uh, I think the, the biggest thing that, that you can do is decide. Mm. Um, make the decision to move in that direction. El- eliminate the option of any other possibility think uh you know try to visualize where you want to go and and just decide to go there um i think for myself i could get really caught up in all of the different things i could be doing and if i if i end up exploring all of those options then i i I won't have a a solid 
like a solid path. I won't have a set path. I'll kind of just meander around and sort of touch in on this and touch on that because I, I like uh, all the stimulation from different different things from like thinking about space and science to music and the way music works and then I'd like to get into animation and all of these different things um, but if, if I if I didn't just decide to move in one direction then I wouldn't be where I am yeah I love that and it also harkens back to that story of when you lost the audio files because when you had that you know you only had a couple hours so yeah you, you didn't have time to ruminate over 50 different decisions you just have to stick with your gut and it's almost that kind of situation where you got to make a decision and then you just got to envision where you want to be and then take the action steps to get there oh yeah yeah and how about you matt yeah, I would say just to be uh, 100% clear on what your uh, creative vision is or the path that you want to follow. Um, and that way you would understand it in the most simple terms. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, you can basically just keep that clarity throughout the process and not be led astray uh, in any number of ways. Um you know, in any industry that, that goes across the board. Um, and then just, you know, staying true to like that, just that simple idea and keep clear as to what you need so that you can honor those intentions. Yeah. Well, I'll stick with Matt for now. So what is next for you? Uh, right now we're just, uh, currently working with, uh, many different collaborators, uh, on, uh, several different records, uh, for upcoming releases. Uh, and, we um, also just are continuing our work um, outside of the collaborations on uh, new music for uh, you know television shows and uh, you know direct placements for like movie trailers and and everything with that. Oh, fantastic. How about you, Ryan? Yeah, well, I'm right here with Matt. Um, we yeah we're we're uh, we're just we want to make an impact on the uh, the part of the industry that we can. Yeah. Um, we want to influence uh, influence up and coming artists, emerging artists who don't have the means or the opportunity to get the exposure that they deserve. Yeah. Um, we want to offer that opportunity, so that's what we'll be working tirelessly towards uh, making that happen and and offering uh, hope through our story. You know, we've we've been there. We are artists, and we understand that it's it's difficult. It's tough. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can be a, a sort of beacon of, of, of hope that you, you can do this. If you're listening and you're an artist and uh, specifically a singer-songwriter or an, an artist in a band, um, you can do this. And That's we'd awesome. love to help you. Absolutely. Reach out to us. Yeah. I love what you guys are doing. How can our listeners connect with you and learn more about your work, Sunstone Recordings, and also make a connection with each of you? Well, we have our, our, our uh, website, uh, sunstonerecordings.com. Um, and then you can also find us on uh, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash sunstonerecordings. And um, yeah, we're always just looking to, to be in touch. And uh, you can reach out to us uh, either on the website or through any of the social media uh, platforms. Yeah, we have our, our social media accounts are linked at the bottom of our website. Yep. And then we both uh, operate the Facebook page as awesome. well. So you can reach out to us directly through uh, those forums. We'll be 
you know, always happy to have a conversation. And um, you can also reach out to us uh, uh, via email at uh, info at sunstonerecordings.com. Excellent. And we'll have all of that posted on our website. Matt, Ryan, I want to thank you both so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us today and to share your story and your knowledge bursts with our listeners so they can move forward. Thank you both very much. Yeah, thank you very much. It was our pleasure. Moving forward, listeners, the theme of today's episode is passion and pivot. You heard from Matt and Ryan today. You listened to their story. They knew their passion from an early age, and they reached a level of success that so many of us aim for. But then they hit that roadblock. Playing in live venues and selling CDs, they saw a sharp decline in that. The environment was changing. The landscape was changing. And they had a decision to make. Do I walk away from my passion and purpose? Or do I assess what the opportunities are based on the fact that the market is changing and pivot? And they chose the latter. And they faced a lot of setbacks in doing so. You listen to the story of when they had their first opportunity to have their creation, their music, on a national advertisement for a big movie. And then at the 11th hour, they lost the file through no fault of their own. And again, that was another roadblock. And the pivot was... No, we're going to double down and we're going to get this out there. They knew what their vision was. They knew what their purpose was and they stuck to it. It's not easy moving forward, listeners. When you know your passion and your purpose, you're going to find roadblocks. You're going to find setbacks. You're going to find failures. And it's up to you to decide, am I going to walk away and do something else or am I going to pivot? And pivot may mean at the end of the day, that your passion may not turn into a job or career or business. But if you make those pivots, you will see the opportunities where you can continue following your passion. And those opportunities may lead to the next career, to your next job, to your next business. Moving forward, listeners, take the lessons of Matt and Ryan. And don't just give up when you hit that first roadblock. Dig deep and keep moving forward. And stay tuned. Next week, we're going to continue our Extraordinary Individuals in Music series with another extraordinary guest. Check us out at bemovingforward.com. Follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And join us next week. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.